Ms. Chris Plant says if it weren't for double standards, some of these folks wouldn't have standards at all. Ah, yes. Good old Congressman Louis Gohmert during a congressional hearing, quoting one of my one of my many uh, very popular lines, you know. That one has uh, very good reason to be a popular line. Do a little dance. Go like this. Well, welcome back. We are at 888-630-9625, and I just this moment unwrapped and took out of the uh, the box the Media Research Center's Bulldog Award recognizes Chris Plant for Outstanding Radio Talk Show Host 2023. A beautiful award shaped like a flame with a uh, wonderful blue backdrop and base and uh, very nice. We're going to post photographs and I think even a short video that we just uh, did moments ago during the news break. But this is, uh, it's what's known as the Conservative Pulitzer, the Pulitzer Prize for Conservatives. Last year, the great one, Mark Levin, was the recipient of the MRC's Bulldog Award for Outstanding Radio Talk Show Host, and and this year, um, my humble self. And uh, that's good company in which to be. That is, uh, that's great stuff. No doubt about it. I'm telling you. And um, very nice. I, uh, I like it. I'm honestly looking at it for, and handling it for the first time. And uh, it's very nice. And um, not entirely by coincidence. Who do we have on the line? We have the, uh, the founder, the uh, president, the CEO of the Media Research Center, um, the great warrior, Brent Bozell. Brent Bozell. Good morning. How are you? I'm and, great. And congratu- I'm, I- congratulations on this award. You know, you, you really do deserve it, Chris. You and I have known each other for a good number of years. You've done a lot for the Media Research Center over the years. But really, it's, it's about time um, that you got an award like this because you've had such a long and such a rich career and such a unique career. So it was, it was a slam dunk that you got it this year. Well, you're very kind. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> thank you very much. And and it really is uh, you know it really is a great honor and I'm I'm very happy and and also it's a beautiful award and I love the the blue and the bulldog and that's uh, and it's uh, wonderful and outstanding radio talk show host uh, it's uh, it is a great honor and I thank you very much and I thank you also for everything everything that the Media Research Center does that MRC does and uh, Newsbusters and all the great work that you do and have done over the years uh, so important to. You know, getting the truth out there and calling the the uh, all too often very very corrupt news media on all the stuff that they peddle. Yeah, you know, and, and it's important that we do these awards because uh, just as the news media have gone from liberal to militant left wing, so too have the Pulitzers. Interestingly enough, they, they, the Pulitzers have always. Uh, honored liberalism in the news media. But in recent years, they're they're out of control. Um, A few years ago, they awarded Pulitzers to the Washington Post and the New York Times for their dogged coverage of the Russiagate story. The only problem being that the whole thing was a hoax. Um, And when it was all over, 
the uh, uh, the Pulitzer Committee stood by their decision to give the Pulitzers to a hoax. Yeah. Um, we we were looking at uh, some of the awards this year, and uh, I learned about this one this morning, and and it's 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 shocking. The runner-up for best audio of the year for a Pulitzer was a a, a, a Michigan NPR affiliate that aired the sounds of an abortion including the suction that sucks the baby out in pieces. Mm. Uh, that won literature this year. So uh, with that kind of nauseous awarding going on, wow. we thought it's time to give real awards. Wow. That is uh, that also a uh, little known fact that is Kamala Harris's ringtone. Just kidding. It's not, it's not really. It's, uh, oh, I make. I make a joke. But the on the front page of the Washington Post today, they're very proud to announce three Pulitzer Prizes honor Washington Post work. And the subheadline is abortion reporting and uh, George Floyd. So how long ago was George Floyd? You know, there have been roughly 25,000 African-Americans murdered in the United States since George Floyd died while committing yet another felony. And uh, fentanyl and methamphetamine were coursing through his veins. Uh, and uh, still they're giving out Pulitzers for George Floyd. And as you said, you know, look, New York Times still has Walter Durante's Pulitzer Prize from his big series of lies in the New York Times about how Joseph Stalin's wonderful policies and programs were producing bumper crops in Ukraine when in reality millions of Ukrainians were starving to death under Joseph Stalin's hobnailed boot. And Walter Durante peddled the lie, and the New York Times published the lie, and they received the Pulitzer Prize and they should, you know, that, uh, good Lord, you know, that they loot and burn a lot of things, the Democrats these days. I think maybe Walter Durante's Pulitzer Prize should be given back to the Pulitzer Committee or, or something. And that has been suggested, and they will never do that, of course. Yeah, and today— No, the, you know, go ahead. I, I'm going to age myself here, Chris. Um, I don't know how many of your listeners will remember Janet Cook. Um, Janet Cook was the woman working for The Washington Post in the uh, mid-1980s who won a Pulitzer for the story about Jimmy, the eight-year-old uh, heroin addict right. in Washington, D.C. The only problem being that she made the whole damn thing up. Yeah. Um, now, in that case, you know, the Pulitzer was returned by the Washington Post, but uh, they ought to be doing that today. They ought to be returning that, that hoax Pulitzer that was given out. Uh, the Washington Post and the New York Times, if they had any honor, they'd be returning those. And if, if the Pulitzer Committee had any honor, they'd be uh, uh, demanding them. But they don't. They don't. This, this, is, this is the world of, of the Pulitzers today. And, they, and, and people ought to look at these Pulitzers and understand of, uh, for, for once and for all that this is a weaponized uh, militant news media with a political agenda that echoes that of Kamala Harris. Yeah, honor, honor and integrity are not um, in vogue with uh, the modern Democrat Party and the left. Um, it's, a, it's a tragic development in our culture, uh, and it's led to endless negative consequences. Uh, but listen, Brent, you do great work, and your wonderful people at Media Research Center do great work, and, and I love what you do, and I, and I always have, and I thank you for, uh, for all the work that you do, and, and now I can thank you for my beautiful award, too, Outstanding Radio Talk Show Host. Uh, 2023. Well, if you look at that beautiful design, you'll understand I had absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> it is very tasteful. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. 
Uh, very good, Brent. Uh, I, you know, and I think I, I shared with you uh, when I uh, when I received uh, word of this, and I was asked to stay uh, mum about it until 10 a.m. today, uh, Tuesday, and so I did because you know honor integrity still mattered to to some people. But I share with you, and this is a crazy, crazy thing. You talk about dating yourself. I'm gonna. Um, here's here's something. My grandfather was in the radio business, and he was. Uh, and I still have the award at home, as a matter of fact. He won the award as uh, world's most popular announcer. There was only one kind of announcer at the time because it was radio and nothing else, right? World's most popular announcer in 1927. 1927. So that's 96 years ago. My grandfather won kind of the biggest radio award there was in 1927 in the United States of America. And uh, now I, I'm going to place this next to my grandfather's award at home. And uh, and, your, and your dad and your dad was no slouch in his own in his own right. No slouch in uh, in his own right. That that's true. My, my yeah, my stepfather with uh, four Emmys and uh, uh, for uh, reporting on uh, various things from the Vietnam War and politics and and so on. Uh, but uh, very proud to have received this. And and uh, thank you very much, Brent Bozell. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling in too. I. Uh, you know, and, and I'll tell you what, Brent is uh, just a good guy. You hang out, you have a beer, you're laughing, um, you're whispering a little, you know, <laughs> and uh, you're having a good time and uh, good people at, at MRC. And if you don't use and go to the Media Research Center uh, website, you should. Uh, and uh, Newsbusters has always done done uh, great work on all the, the big stories of our, uh, of our time. So uh, very nice. And I have it right here in front. I'm going to have to repackage it up to, for, for safekeeping, you know. And so, you know, Democrats don't run in and loot it or anything like that. <laughs> a lot of looting. Oh, we were talking about that again today with, uh, with uh, Bill, the, the boss here at uh, WMAL in Washington, our mothership station. And uh, talking about all the stores where we live, and I know it's true across the country, too. The stores where we live um, that have had to change policies and add security because the Democrats have normalized theft and looting. And now the Democrats don't just loot in violent mobs of 100 people and more. Now they uh, have young men, strong young men who are criminals that walk into stores. I was telling you yesterday, we, we went into, I think it's called My Eye Doctor, looking for reading glasses in Washington, D.C. Well, we tried to walk in, but the door was locked. And then the lady came over and, and a glass door and looked back and forth furtively uh, as though you know, we were smuggling something or it was a nefarious mission. And she looked back and forth and then unlocked the door and let my best girl and I in to look at glasses, right, eyeglasses. And, um, and uh, so what's with the uh, high security? And she says, well, if we leave the door open, there are only two of us here and we're both women and uh, Democrat men, I'm uh, paraphrasing, Democrat men come in and they just grab everything they want and threaten us and walk out. They don't even need guns anymore. The Democrats have updated the way they rob stores. And, and it happens all over. We had the, the CVS, multiple CVSs around here. They've got uh, young Democrats arrive out front in cars, and a couple of young Democrat men get out with bags, with big bags. They go into the CVS, and they use their arms to sweep across the shelves and fill the bags with things that they're stealing. They're robbing the store. And they uh, walk out, and when the, the women or the men, the pharmacist says, hey, you know, they growl at them and threaten them, and they walk out with everything they just stole. And, and, and uh, lately, 
They've been going from CVS to CVS and robbing them in a, in a serial sort of fashion. The Safeway over on Upper Connecticut Avenue was looted in just this fashion. Recently, a couple of thugs go in and they uh, uh, steal stuff from the place. And the woman at the My Eye Doctor, she said, well, we had them come into the store and steal stuff like this and, and menace us, and then they just leave. But our other locations in Maryland, they've had this happen repeatedly, right? And the giant food stores, talking to people at work today, the giant food stores, they've got big signs at the entrance now um, with a statement from the CEO or the president of the giant food stores. And it says, because of the incredible amount of shoplifting and theft from our stores, we've had to add security measures. And they've got an armed security guard dressed in black inside the store. And now when you go to the self-checkout, you have to do one item at a time and move it from your cart, uh, swipe it. You have to put it on the thing where the bag is, one at a time. And if you have like seven cans of one thing, you can't just swipe it seven times, you know, chicken noodle soup or something. You can't just swipe it seven times and put it in your bag. You have to do one and then one and put it there and put it there. And, um, and it's because the Democrats have normalized theft. There is a national crime wave going on. I told you about the Target store down the street from the radio station with all the, the rows, uh, the aisles, covered with plexiglass and locks and you have to go get an employee to open it up so you can get Tide Pods or something like that. Just amazing. And, you know, my friend uh, Seton Motley, he said, showed a, uh, posted a picture of the plexiglass um, aisle in a store, drugstore or something like that and said, instead of locking up the products that they're stealing, why don't we lock up the people that are stealing them? Say, that's a thought. Wait a minute. Have a society based on laws? But this is uh, coast to coast. And with that, I've got an update on San Francisco because the looting and the shoplifting and the crime wave that the Democrats have normalized in the United States of America, turning us into a third world country. And then we'll get to the border uh, being wide open, too, because the Democrats are not on our side. And the left is the third world. They bring the third world wherever they seize power. Venezuela was the most prosperous nation in South America and all of Latin America. So what is it about us humans? We love things that raise our blood pressure, don't we? News, politics, talk radio, other than this show. Bratwurst, pizza, you know, commuting to work in the morning on I-66. Why not maybe one thing a day? Uh, take a 30-second break that cuts the other way, a way to take control of our health and Help lower our blood pressure. Well, meet 120 Life. 120 Life is a natural juice drink made from pomegranates, tart, cherries, cranberries. Good stuff can help lower your blood pressure without nasty side effects. Has beetroot, magnesium, all good for your blood pressure. Just one eight-ounce bottle a day. I literally have one right in front of me right now. And with their risk-free money-back guarantee, even the thought of trying it won't stress you out. So go to 120life.com. That's 120-L-I-F-E. Dot com on Al Gore's Amazing Internet and order their two-week trial pack. And when you use the code CHRIS, that's me, you're going to save 15% because we're friends. 120 Life is more than just a juice drink. It's a way to take control of your health. In a world that can sometimes feel a little overwhelming, you know, we need more stuff like this on the planet, don't we? These statements and products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or condition. Yes, sir. Yeah, and uh, with all the looting, the national crime wave that the Democrats have 
encouraged, incited. Well, San Francisco is a failing city, and I've got an update on that coming up. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. T-Mobile. Have you heard of T-Mobile? They do uh, telephone, telephone things. T-Mobile becomes San Francisco's latest retail casualty as phone carrier shutters flagship store. They like that uh, term in San Francisco, don't they? Flagship? The Whole Foods flagship store shut down in San Francisco because of looting and theft that we were just talking about and crime because the Democrat Party, make no mistake about it, has made this normal. They have encouraged at the highest levels of government, the Democrat Party is, well, they've normalized uh, uh, mob street political violence. There was more mob street uh, political violence in New York City last night because the psychotic, mentally ill person that they threw out onto the street to fend for himself uh, was killed in a in a subway incident, right? And how many arrests? I think at least 11 arrests in New York City last night. But I want to uh, I want to share with you the update because it's not just T-Mobile, but as the headline says, T-Mobile become San Francisco's latest retail casualty. What is it the Democrats are setting out to accomplish here? I've repackaged up my uh, conservative Pulitzer Media Research Center Bulldog Award most amazing uh, radio talk show host. I think that's the official official time. Very nice. And I will, uh, I, again, I have my grandfather's uh, awards from his radio career in the 1920s. And uh, there are two of them. Uh, the Silver Cup 1926, the Gold Cup in 1927. And uh, and now I have a, I have a place uh, to put... Uh, my award, my Media Research Center Bulldog Award, and that's a great thing. Let's get back to the Democrats ruining the country. Um, T-Mobile becomes San Francisco's latest retail casualty as phone carrier shutters flagship store, latest storefront vacancy in the Union Square neighborhood. Used to be a great part of the city. 
T-Mobile has joined a growing list of companies that have moved out of San Francisco's downtown area in recent months. T-Mobile's two-story flagship location in San Francisco's Union Square neighborhood was permanently shuttered, with a note now directing customers instead to visit other locations, according to the San Francisco Business Times. The building broke price records for the area, back when it was sold in 2013, 10 years ago, at $50 million, according to the outlet. But now the building joins other properties sitting vacant in the, in the city because they're just everywhere. The 17,000-square-foot space was previously occupied by uh, Apple, the you know Apple Computer People flagship location until they moved to a larger location in 2016. T-Mobile told Fox News Digital when asked about the closure of the company, uh, recently reshaped our nationwide retail strategy to take better care of customers. Right, sure. Uh, everybody knows what it is, and they put spin on it because they don't want to become the villain. They don't want the left to target them by saying, well, there's too much crime. There's too much shoplifting. It's too dangerous for our employees to come to work, to walk to their cars, when they're done working at the store. It is, uh, you know, this is what the Democrat part, and the more Democrats there are running a city, the more dangerous the city is. Washington, D.C. is becoming infinitely more dangerous. I, uh, I told you uh, yesterday about uh, a story that appeared in the Washington Post over the weekend on Saturday that Washington, D.C., a city of 61 square miles, has had 244 carjackings so far this year not yet halfway through the year. That is four carjackings per square mile in the not very large city of Washington with a not very large population. It's going on all over the country because the Democrats. Now, in San Francisco, I uh, last week told you about Nordstrom, the department store, fleeing San Francisco, and they said it out loud. They said it's because it's too dangerous, there's too much shoplifting, they're Employees are in danger when they're in the store and when they come and go from the store. So they shut down Nordstrom department store and the Nordstrom rack where you get the, uh, you know, last year's Nordstrom stuff. Walgreens, CVS fleeing San Francisco, The Gap, uh, Whole Foods shut down their flagship store in San Francisco just about a month ago, I, I suppose. Pretty amazing, pretty amazing stuff. That's your uh, Democrat Party. And, and again, everywhere you go in Washington, people are locking their doors that run businesses. Businesses are fleeing. The Democrats, of course, looted and plundered the city. You know, they talk about January 6th all day long. It's on the front page, again, uh, the Washington Post, the, uh, the front page of the metro section um, attacking the, uh, oh, those awful January 6th, January 6th. Well, the city of Washington, portions of the city are still boarded up, businesses that will never return, because the Democrat Party violent criminal mobs were looting and burning. You know, the day that Donald Trump was inaugurated, they were, loot, they were looting and burning. Remember, they torched that limousine that belonged to an immigrant man who was just trying to make his way in America, and the Democrats burned his stretch limo and uh, uh, put him out of business. And the uh, businesses up and down Connecticut Avenue and around the White House, boarded up. They attacked the Ronald Reagan Institute down by the White House and 
and uh, sacked and plundered um, because that's what they do. That's what they do. Mm-mm-mm. Also, the Washington Post metro sectional today. Is D.C. crime that bad? Question mark. The Guardian Angels think so. And uh, there's a uh, woman, Guardian Angels, hat and shirt on a Washington subway train. And, um, you know, it's it's the city, it's, it's, and New York is going the same way. They had that looter go into a Walgreens store in New York City, fill his bag, he brought a big empty bag, filled his bag with stuff to steal. Uh, a big security guard, recently retired NYPD officer, went to uh, stop him, and he swung the big canvas bag filled with cans and jars and hit him in the head, big welt in the head. He uh, held the uh, thief, the criminal, and now not just a thief, but he committed assault, possibly felony assault. Uh, he held him to the ground until the Port Authority police arrived and they threw the security guard in jail. Huh? In San Francisco, again last week, we had a security guard in a conflict at another Walgreens shot and killed the transgender criminal thief assaulting the security guard. And then we had the crazy people, that, that crazy woman going and scream at the city council because, because they're nuts. Uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to, let's go to Eric calling from, where are you calling? Rockford, Illinois. Eric, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Great, Eric. What do you Good say? Good talk to you again. Welcome. Well, you know, I, I, live, I live in Springfield, Illinois, and I've talked to you before about the crack, about the crack pipe thing. And uh, I was in Rockford, Illinois last night. I stopped in to get some groceries for my truck. And I went to get some underwear, and the underwear's all locked up. The socks are all locked up in glass cases like liquor. I mean, you gotta, you got to buy the socks, and you got to have them taken to the counter for you. You can't put them in your cart. So if you want a pair of underwear, you got to go to the Walmart guy and say, hey, can I get a pair of underwear? He's got to take it to the counter for you. I mean, have we come to a society where we got to lock up our underwear and socks before we buy them? In Rockford, Illinois. Crazy. And this isn't Manhattan. Or Brooklyn or Washington, D.C. This is Rockford, Illinois. Yes. This is a Walmart. I mean, I, pretty gla- nice, clean glass cases with, with, with the slide glass, you know, the uh, locks on them. You got to call somebody to get the, get the underwear and socks out for you. I could not believe it. If I have a camera, I would take pictures of it. Now, it <laughs> now, explain that for me, Eric. Why is that the reality in Rockford, Illinois in 2023? Well, I... Honestly, Chris, ever since the, ever since the, ever since the riots, it's always been this way. Because when they started rioting, they said, "Let them do what they want to do. Let them let them have their way," and they've just never stopped. It's just going on and on and on and on and on and on. They are never going to stop until law enforcement is allowed to do what they need to do to curb this. I mean, people are just blatantly defying the authority and just doing whatever they please. I mean, I, you know, you're from Chicago. I'm, I'm from Springfield. I'm a Bears fan. Now, the Bears are going to move to Arlington because you can't go see a Bears game at Soldier Field and more prefer to get raped, robbed, or killed, leaving the same to go to your car. I mean, this is nuts. And you said, Eric, uh, until law enforcement are allowed to do their job, uh, law enforcement used to do their job. Who stopped law enforcement from doing their job? Democrat leftists. All day long. The reason the socks are locked up behind plexiglass, lock and key, at the Walmart in Rockford, Illinois, is because of the Democratic Party. That is a straight-up fact. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and, 
and, and, and another thing, another thing, these people who are, are like the like the media, and they're all for all this socialism and Marxism, they don't understand that if we were to go to a full Marxist society, Marxism will get them too, because Marxism doesn't discriminate. The only people who just discriminate is the people who, are, who control Marxism, but it, it controls the people. It means also the media, rich people, everybody. And they all they, they have no idea to cut their own throats. You know, um, Barack Obama famously uh, uh, said, elections have consequences, and these are the consequences of elections. And the Democrat Party continues to field candidates that are farther and farther to the left in, in cities like Chicago and Washington, D.C. and New York, and George Soros is funding these extremist, radical prosecutors that don't prosecute crime they prosecute cops right and um and they've they've let the criminals off the leash and uh, the criminals are running our cities and uh, and the democrats are running our cities into the ground and and honestly we need you know we don't just and then they're really angry when a 24 year old marine takes a crazy person to the ground on a subway train in new york who terrorizes people every day because they're on the side of the person terrorizing people every day. That's just that's just the reality of where we are. And you're right, law enforcement officers aren't allowed to do their jobs anymore, which is, you know, this is the thin blue line. The whole concept of the thin blue line is that this thin blue line uh, protects civil society from anarchy. And the Democrats have um, violated the social compact and they... And they uh, they've uh, they've erased the thin blue line and gender. But we're going the way of Mad Max where New York City is no longer barefoot in the park and uh, made in Manhattan. It's back to being a taxi driver and death wish. And uh, and San Francisco, again, is, you know, they're rolling up the sidewalks there uh, covered with human feces, feces and and uh, and syringes. You know, and and uh, they're just wrecking every place. One of the most beautiful cities in the world. We have so many of the greatest cities in the world and the most beautiful cities in the world. But the left, <clears throat> and they do it in the name of liberalism, but in reality it's leftism, and they're destroying capitalism. They're destroying civil society. They're erasing gender. They're erasing the thin blue line. And our cities are becoming uh, centers of anarchy instead of centers of commerce and uh, and everything else. And now Rockford, Illinois, Walmart having to lock everything down. Rockford, Illinois, because the theft is so rampant. CVS, uh, all of them in Washington, D.C., where the looting. And, and again, do you call it looting when a grown man walks in and maybe two or three grown men walk in and they've got empty bags and they fill them up with the stuff off the shelves? And if a security guard tries to stop them, the Democrats throw the security guard in jail, which is what happened at the Walgreens in New York. This is a recipe for the end of civilization. You know, this is a civilized society, but a civilized society requires uh, law enforcement. It requires that we enforce the laws, that we have reasonable and rational laws, and that we enforce them. That's the crazy thing. And again... Perhaps instead of locking up the products, we lock up the people stealing them. Lessgovernment.org has the meme going around with a photograph of batteries behind a, a cage. It looks like a prison door. 
under lock and key. And this is entirely because of Democrat Party policies, because elections do have consequences. And when you elect leftists, you get Venezuela. You get Nicaragua. And that's what the Democrats are doing to the United States of America. Eric, thank you for calling in. Eric, uh, driving a truck in uh, Illinois, downstate Illinois, lives in Springfield, stopped at a Walmart in Rockford, Illinois, and they're on lockdown too. We started out with the Wuhan Red Death lockdown. Speaking of which, I'm wearing my Wuhan Red Death t-shirt today. And this uh, the shirt, a long sleeve shirt over it, uh, is cultural appropriation. Isn't this shirt cultural appropriation? It's kind of a Native American pattern or something. Um, yeah, Pueblo Indian pattern on my shirt. Uh, that's okay. I figure the Pueblo Indians have culturally appropriated electricity. So I guess it's a, a fair trade-off. Um, amazing stuff. Eric, thank you for the call. And, you know, what are we going to do? Crazy. Let's go to uh, David calling from California. David, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Chris. Sure. Uh, congrats on the Newsmax show. Can't wait to see it. And your Pulitzer Award, you deserve it. You know, if the left didn't value death, mayhem, and destruction, they'd have no values. <laughs> Feel free to, to use that anytime you wish. But it's, it's much worse, Chris. It's much worse. The complete list of Walmart supermarkets that will close in 2023, in each state, maybe one or two. But guess which state has the most? Illinois. And guess where in Illinois? There's, there's eight or nine of them, but four of them are going to close in Chicago. And that's half of the Walmarts. And if you go to the CNN News article you know, they quote that, you know, our policies aren't working, so we need more money. <laughs> but that that's not going to fix it. It's it's like you said, Chris, it's just not bad enough for them yet. Right. And what is their end game? Control of everything, uh, like complete enslavement uh, of of every man, woman, boy and child from the womb to the tomb. Yeah, half of Chicago's Walmart stores just closed. Four Chicago Walmart stores stores closed permanently. Uh, that was three weeks ago. And, uh, you know, they've been complaining for years about food deserts and and uh, this stuff. And now, you know, they're driving all of the, the companies out. And then they blame the companies. They go rob them blind. They announced, I remember at the time, Walmart said that they had been losing money on each of these stores since they opened them because of the amount of Democrat theft. And, of course, they, you know, they handcuffed the Chicago police and let the thieves and crooks run free. Your Democrat Party 2023. Hispanics are now white supremacists when they kill people in the Washington Post. Seems incongruous, doesn't it? Uh, we still have more Lunch Bucket Joe and uh, crazy Democrat nutcases. And what is fascism in America? What does it look like? Let's go uh, right now. Let's go to Sarah calling from Rockford, Illinois. Sarah, you're on the Chris Plant Show. 
Oh, thank you so much for having me. I listen to you every day on my lunch. Thank you very kindly. So hearing the call from Eric, it just made me laugh. Today is my day off. I've been working at Walmart here in Rockford for a few years. And before I get into the craziness, I just have to say, you know, it comes from corporate. My managers are good to me. I love my job and I have great benefits. But with that being said, we were recently talked to about the four store closures in Chicago, um, you know, due to not making any money. And my there's three Walmarts here in Rockford, okay? And I work at the, the larger, busier one. And we had to go through a remodel process last year because um, in addition to locking up the alcohol and, and disposable razors, like uh, Eric said, we have to now lock up our men's socks and underwear because of the theft rate. And if that wasn't bad enough, Walmart is now putting all of the employees through two training classes. One, I don't even know what to call it because it's sheer madness to me. They're retraining us to not say sir or ma'am to people. Uh, they don't want us to offend people who may look like sir or ma'am that wow. don't wish to be called such. Wow, wow, that is amazing. And that's the Democrat Party also. That's their work. Because uh, I said before, you know, the woman uh, got in trouble but then uh, was let free for showing her, her penis to the kids in the locker room. <laughs> John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.